Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 83 of the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joined alongside my panel of Ian and Joe. Are you guys ready to ride? Yeah. I'm ready to ride. Yeah, we're not quite riding yet. However, we're getting closer. Thanks, sir. Ready to think about riding. <laughs> I'm hoping. Oh, please, let it be. Uh, this episode, we're doing a bunch of different news stories that are out there. Uh, things are, they have opening dates. Well, n- not parks, but, <laughs> uh, you know, we had the first quarter of a bunch of uh, theme park chains that we can talk about. So we have a lot of news stories that we're going to go over. But before we do that, of course, let's talk about the latest YouTube videos. Now, there isn't anything new per se, nothing since, yeah, I put out the Disneyland POVs and stuff. But in general, if you're at home, quarantined, have nothing to do, by all means, go to the Vacation Years podcast, check out our channel because we have ride POVs, walkthroughs, 360s, time-lapse videos, video versions of certain podcast episodes, uh, park event coverage and reviews, YouTube exclusive content like the Vacation Years Lightning List. And we talk about different things like theme park rides, roller coaster POVs, cruising in private islands, beaches, Halloween horror nights, and even gator wrestling. So we have so much content. Especially the gator wrestling Especially video. Especially the gator. Watch it. Oh, for the love of God. Let's get that thing up to double digits. What do you say, people? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Exotic would want you. Watch the gator wrestling video. Also, you know, we have a Facebook and Twitter. So go find us, Vacationer Tom, on Twitter. It's Vacationer's Podcast on Facebook. And give us a review on your favorite podcast provider. And if you have nothing else better to do and you look at all of our YouTube videos, go check out our sister podcast, the Movie Zealots Podcast. That's always a good time as well. Now, let me say this. So I got an email the other day. And, you know, we haven't put out it. When's the last time we put an episode out? It's been... It's been a minute. It's, it's been a while. And honestly, I just haven't felt the urge to put one out. I haven't felt like recording it because of this whole pandemic and the quarantine and nothing's open. I, I really haven't been into the spirit of vacationing because I'm missing. I missed out on uh, Myrtle Beach. I missed out on Vegas. Uh, coming up very soon, we're going to miss out on Kings Island. And Lord knows if Canada is going to open their borders so we can try to go hit Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> so who knows what's going on? So I haven't really felt... Uh, like recording the vacationers. However, I got an email the other day and it was a, it's from Podbean, which is a podcast provider, I guess, or not provider, but yeah, it's some place you listen to, I guess, podcasts. I don't know. And we got a new review from Podbean. I have no idea how they got my email because I tried to log in to Podbean, like using my email and stuff, many emails. And I don't have an account. So I don't know. I guess I have an email that's tied to the podcast. I don't know. But they sent me an email saying I had a new comment. And it's this one, uh, I guess on Podbean, it's, it's, I guess it's just a comment that you can comment on any episode. So I have a comment from Rye Girl. <laughs> and the comment is regarding episode 48, the New Year's Carnival Elation Trip Report. Now, as you know, Joe, this could be the one podcast episode that gave us, got that, you know, was the, <laughs> uh, it was the antithesis or the catalyst for our one negative one-star review. But guess what? Now we have a positive review on the same episode. 
She says, and I quote, and I am quoting her because I think she did some typo action going on here uh, about this podcast, episode 48. So go out and check it out yourself. Gave some good I do about elation. So I think she meant info. Gave some good info, but she typed I do instead. Okay. <laughs> Gave some good. Really, you're, ty- you're typing on a the phone. These things, you should see how I type on a telephone. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty bad. Okay. Okay. Good. See that? Rye Girl. Joe's uh, sticking up for you. <laughs> I'm with Rye Girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> Typos happen on telephones. <laughs> so she says, okay, I'm going to just put in what I think she means for I do. Gave some good info about elation and commentators, commentators interactions were pretty funny. Thanks for the info. So how do you like that? Yeah. Well, thank you, my girl. I, I, like I said, I went, I tried to log in and comment back and like, hey, thanks or whatever. And it, it was just too much. <laughs> I couldn't figure well, it I out. I hope she listens to a future episode. Good, thank you. That was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, this was last week. So uh, I don't know. I, I she found it helpful if she ever gets to go on to the elation, hopefully. Yeah, maybe someday, <laughs> some way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there you go. So there you go. Uh, you know what? Then I was like, oh, that's really nice. So then I actually... I went back and I listened to some of that episode because now it's infamous because, you know, you know, it's probably because people called us clowns when we did that one. And it was good. And I was like, you know what? I, I you know, I got an itch. And plus, you know, all this news came out. I'm like, you know, we should probably put an episode together and, and do some news. So that's what we're doing yeah. now. And, you know, going, going back to those old episodes, because yeah, in the one I'm really waiting for is the one for Oklahoma. Because <laughs> <laughs> do you realize how close I was to the Joe Exotic Park and didn't know about it? Oh, man. Yeah, I could have spent a day with. John. I mean, I probably would have ended up as one of his wives. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have been his wife, <laughs> wife three. <laughs> I'd have left my family and married Joe Exotic, but so probably a good thing. Yeah, hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but it think about made it. The episode a lot more exciting. Oh yeah, we could we could have watched the documentary on Netflix. Like, look, there's Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and we oh, know him. Really? <laughs> oh, that would have been glorious. <laughs> but anyway, yes. Pl- so please uh, go on there and uh, give us a review on whatever you listen to, however you listen. Uh, that's greatly appreciated. So thank you very much, Rye Girl. It is, uh, it's, you know, brighten up my day. So now speaking of brighten up the days, I'm going to brighten up everybody's day with some news. And our first news story is Six Flags first quarter 2020 results came in. Let's talk about that for a second. Let me read this for you. Revenue for the first quarter of 2020 was 103 million with 1.6 million guests. Revenue decreased by about 20% from the same quarter of 2019 with 584,000 less guests. But this was due to the COVID-19 related shutdown of the parks on March 13th. Six Flags did report that prior to the shutdown on March 13th, attendance had actually increased about 19% compared to the attendance levels on March 19th, 2019 or prior to March 19th, 2019. So there you go. So uh, obviously, I mean, all these <laughs> all these places are going to have, all these uh, first quarter results are going to be lower. Also, did you guys hear, Coasters and Brew tweeted that there's going to be a new advanced reservation system coming to Six Flags. So if you see the tweet, it says, all visitors, including pass holders and members, must make advanced reservations to visit the park. And this was for Six Flags New England. So I went onto that site now and it doesn't say that. Like I couldn't find where it said it and I didn't click through a bunch of stuff, but it wasn't on the front page. So I don't know if that's been since taken down or what, but you know, six flags. You won't be able to just go to the park. You have to. 
Uh, well, according to this, are they limiting it to like something like thirty percent attendance, or how? Most it? likely, yeah, I have to assume. But yeah, so yeah, looks like you're gonna have to go on and register. Yeah, you know, get that a, seems to be like the trend for reopening. Yeah, it seems like so yeah, I think I heard Cedar Fair say something similar. Yeah, that and Disney is doing that in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that seems to be the uh, thing everyone's doing for to combat the social distancing, I guess. All right, now next we have the Cedar Fair first quarter results. They have net revenue was $54 million in the first quarter of 2020, opposed to $67 million the same period last year. So that one's lost some money too. Also, a 239,000 decrease in attendance from prior year. Prior to closure, attendance was actually up 19%. So it was 19% just like Six Flags. 149,000 people with revenue up $8 million. So common trend is all these parks prior to the shutdown uh, were up. And they were having a banner year. Yeah, it would have been a start a, at least, yeah, right? Yeah, very good year. Uh, let's talk about uh, SeaWorld now. Now, this one, I actually, uh, I have stock in SeaWorld. So on Friday, the, the uh, call was on Friday, and I actually listened to the whole thing. <laughs> so I have some uh, interesting notes at the end, too. <laughs> so here is a story from the Wall Street Journal. This is what they wrote about the uh, first quarter of SeaWorld. Uh, SeaWorld Entertainment Corp. says it, its losses for the first quarter widened as the parks have been closed since mid-March due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The Orlando, Florida-based amusement park company on Friday posted a net loss of $56.5 million, or $0.72 cents a share, compared to the $37 million, or $0.44 cents a share the same period last year. Analysts polled by FactSet were expecting losses of $0.69 cents a share. Sales fell 30% to 153.6 million. Analysts were looking for 170.1 million. Uh, attendance fell 31% to 2.32 million guests in uh, for the quarter. Admissions revenue per person rose 1.2% to $39.05. Uh, the company said its attendance rose 9% to 1.9 million guests for the first two months of the year prior to the cl- close prior to the park's closing. During the spring break period, revenue rose 12% to 120.6 million for the first two months of the year. Uh, SeaWorld, which has furloughed 95% of the employees in a bid to cut costs, said its animal rescue teams continue to operate during the park closures. Uh, Then it says the company has had many or multiple leadership changes after the 2013 documentary Blackfish chronicled the company's practices related to treatment of captive orcas, which has led to falling attendance and deeper losses. Then it talked about the CEO leaving and blah, 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 blah. So uh, during the call, the interim CEO said that they have 90% of all 2020 projects done. In fact, two projects in Texas actually opened prior to the closure. And once they get, once they establish, once, once they establish to be reopened, then they will decide whether or not those 2020 projects will continue for 2020 or be pushed off to 2021, which is interesting. I guess that's going to be all based on time, I would presume, because if they're 90% done, I mean, and if we open up in July, let's say, uh, I think you'd push it out and already sunk the cost, right? I mean, yeah, why not? Why not open it? Like they said, a lot of it's already done. So, I mean, it just seems silly unless they want to try to get a fresh start maybe, the next they, year. maybe they're not going to sell a season pass based on the new coaster in july so why not just wait till the next year 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Possibly, I don't know. I, I don't know how the people at SeaWorld think anyway. They don't. <laughs> they, they just they don't. Yeah, that, that's the problem. Uh, but they, they did say they make very odd decisions that confuse. Uh, they also said they can afford to stay closed until the fourth quarter of 2021. Well, of course they can. They're still charging everybody. <laughs> well, I mean everybody is, but I, I, I have stuff on that later. Um, and, and they fired everybody who you would call to complain. So. Well, that is true. Uh, interim <laughs> interim CEO during the call said he was supported and in he was supported and engaged by the board of directors, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. He's yeah, the, the board and directors are engaged. Yeah, I bet they are. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping like during the call that like he'd be saying something and he'd get a little piece of paper and he would change. <laughs> what he's saying, like the board's feeding him lines. Yeah, <laughs> well, apparently, I think <laughs> the board of directors are great. <laughs> I, for one, welcome our insect overlords. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, that's weird. Oh, so there was one. Uh, so at the end of the call, obviously, they always do questions. And there was one guy who asked a very specific question in a way that was indic- that was alluding to the fact that they furloughed all their people. Essentially, he said, how are you trying to attract new employees, especially in Orlando area, with basically the way that their, their current employees were furloughed without health care compared to other things? So how are you going to attract the type of employees that you want to lead the company uh, after we get back to business, and of course, the interim CEO just totally blew that off, and he just answered a bull- yeah. He's a politician, you know. Mm-hmm. He just he's just answers some one-off question that has, he doesn't really answer the direct question that was asked. Like, oh yeah, we we furloughed him, and we told him that once we're back up and running, that uh, you know we'd call him back, and so some of them we will. <laughs> that was his answer. Like, yeah. wow. If they're it. alive, they're welcome back. Yeah, yeah, as long as they're not uh, <laughs> they don't have COVID, I guess. But yeah, so that was the call, and yeah, they're down too, obviously. And I don't know, Joe, I don't think we talked about this. I, I saw you're drinking an adult beverage, so that's good. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, did you see where SeaWorld awards stocks to its executives? Did you hear about this? I did not. Mm. I, I figured they would, right? Oh, you boy. Here we go. You get a bunch of free money. All right. Okay. So, this was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, okay. This is, let me see. I don't have. So, who got a $20 million bonus? So, here's, <laughs> here's what happened. At a time when its theme parks are shut down indefinitely and the vast majority of its workforce has been temporarily laid off, executives at SeaWorld have been granted $6.8 million in stock awards. Uh, In a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission, Orlando-based SeaWorld Entertainment announced the Compensation Committee on its board of directors had approved stock awards for its executive officers. The stock units, which will fully vest in after two years, are designated to recognize employees for their extraordinary contributions and continued expected contributions to the company and its long-term goals during the global COVID-19 pandemic. According to the filing, the $6.8 million in awards will be split between six individuals. And so it's Mark Swanson, the interim CEO, $1.5 million for him. COO, the chief legal officer. Is there a CLO? I don't even know if that's something. Chief zoological officer, the interim chief financial officer, and the chief accounting officer, and then the chief human resources officer. <laughs> Yeah, that's so, one. So how so how many weeks of health insurance for those furloughed employees? Well, did you get for seven million dollars. Well, here's the thing: this is just basically they're they're giving them worthless, basically at this point, almost worthless stock that is invested for two years. So they're not really they're not cashing. They're not. There's no money changing hands. It's just 
basically they're saying here not immediately but they're diluting the value of the company and handing it to them in a well you know, this is their way of saying x on a very different scale if you want to you know these will be worth as much as you put you know, as much effort as you put to bring this company back that's how much more it's going to be worth to you so i don't know yeah i don't know it's just uh so anyway uh they had their vote that i got the email to vote <laughs> for the SeaWorld board mm-hmm. and everything i abstained from every category because you can either for, against, or abstain. So I abstained straight down the board, and I sent it here, and, and then I cast my vote. Because <laughs> I don't know who, you know, I don't want to vote for anybody, because I don't know who the bad apple is. And I don't yep. want to vote against anyone, you know. So, I, 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 so my statement was, I'm just abstain. I'm, I, I, I basically didn't vote at all, and I sent it in. <laughs> well, from what I've heard, there, there is one shareholder responsible for like 30% of the shares of the company who's causing all this. I don't know, but I just uh, abstained from everything. That was my defile. My, my your defile. protest. Yeah, that was my protest. So. <laughs> that was your Ross Perot vote. <laughs> Ain't going to do it. Can you write no, no, Ross Perot for Perot. board member? <laughs> uh, also... There's more uh, rumors and rumblings about the 2021 coaster coming to SeaWorld Orlando. That could be a uh, like a 40 wing B and M coaster. Oh man, I hope that's what it is. That would be glorious, glorious. I say. I think it'll be interesting to see B and M's take on the 40 coaster. Yes, something new, right? Do. Yes, because they haven't. It'll be their first one. Yep. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, possibly ride something like that. Because S and S is. They're the main 4D yeah. coaster manufacturer, right? Well, they they do that one that Six Flags has all over the place. It's the uh, same one, too, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I very much would like to see a B&M version. Oh, B, I like B&M anything. Give me whatever. I the, love yeah, that. Yeah, you would get, finally get to see what the Joker should have been. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like this small Six Flags 4D coaster. It, it depends which direction you're riding it. I, I maybe I, I like it. I, I wrote I wrote it facing forward one time and absolutely loved it. The next time I went back to the park, I wrote it facing the other way and hated life. Well, you're older too, though. You know, as an old it's man. True. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, Shanghai Disneyland has an opening date. Shanghai Disneyland reopens with controlled capacity on May 11th. Shanghai Disneyland theme park will officially reopen to the public on May 11th, 2020. The initial park reopening will demonstrate a deliberate approach drawing on the experience from the successful reopening of Disneytown, Wishing Star Park, and Shanghai Disneyland Hotel in early March and implement enhanced health and safety measures. During its initial reopening phase, the park will institute new measures and and procedures, including opening with limited attendance and required advanced ticketing and reservations, accommodating social distancing and queues, restaurants, ride vehicles, and other facilities throughout the park, and implementing increased frequency of sanitation and disinfection. Ticket sales will be available via the resort's official online channels and official travel partners channels beginning on May 8th at 8 a.m., with a limited number of tickets available each day. During the initial re- oh, oh, li- <laughs> each day during the initial reopening, guests are required to purchase dated admission tickets prior to their arrival, and annual pass holders must make reservation for their visit date and time through the resort's official online channels before their visit to the park. During this advanced reservation period, general admission tickets for Shanghai Disneyland will not be accepted. So they are. I already saw this today that like the first they're sold out for I don't know how long, but. I don't know if it's opening day or opening weekend or whatever that the tickets went on sale. Actually, we're recording this on 
May 9th. So, and they said that beginning on May 8th, they so, yeah, so I just saw a story that the tickets went, they sold out. So I'm not sure what time, time frame that they're sold out for, but people are anxious to get to the park. So there you go. Yeah. So yeah, they're doing the reservation too. Did you see the video? Did you ever watch that? No, I never did get to watch the video. Do you have uh, anything to add? No. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I was just wondering if you saw it because it like, I mean, there's nothing like really too interesting, but it kind of just goes over all of the procedures that they're having in place. Yeah, no, no, I didn't get to watch the video. Also, guess what else has opening date? Disney Springs has an opening date. Matt Simon, Vice President of Disney Springs, says a phased reopening of Disney Springs will begin on May 20th. Following the guidance of government and health officials, a limited number of shopping and dining experiences that are owned by third-party operating participants will begin to open during the initial phase. The rest of Walt Disney World Resort will remain closed, including theme parks and resort hotels. As we continue to monitor conditions and with the health of the guests and Disney cast members at the forefront of our planning, we are making several operational changes. Disney Springs will begin to reopen in a way that incorporates enhanced safety measures, including increased cleaning procedures, the use of appropriate face coverings by both the cast members and guests, limited contact, limited contact guest services, and additional safety train or safety training for cast members. We will apply learnings and ideas from leaders in the health and travel industries, and we are also taking to our unions as we prepare. Or oh, we're also talking to our unions as we prepare for some cast members to return to work. During the initial opening phase, Disney Springs will have limitations on capacity, parking, and operating hours. Given this unprecedented situation, we appreciate everyone's patience and understanding as we navigate through this process as responsibly as we can. Additional protocols and procedures may be announced closer to the opening date. So that is May 20th. So that's exciting stuff. It seems like... Uh for Disneyland Shanghai, how they opened up there. Yeah, they opened up there first, yep. and then they. Opened. Yeah, that seems to be the. That's the way. Seems like it's probably going to happen here. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. They announced today that you can only make reservations July first and forward now. Yeah, but June I was reservations gonna, aren't canceled. Yes, uh, so that's interesting. <laughs> Definitely. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, ours is what mid July, right? So yeah, yeah. Our if if we go in July, it will be a very different visit than. Be an interesting visit. It will be, yeah. It will be a very, very curious indeed. (laughs) I mean, we we almost took a vacation to Georgia to get haircuts. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I just grabbed a razor and did it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, you know, it is too hot to be running with long hair. This is this is for the birds. I'm out. (laughs) I'm I'm just pushing all mine up into my hat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I look it will be nearly hard. human when I get ready to go out. So, <laughs> so also, Attractions Magazine, they said uh, Universal Orlando CityWalk planning to uh, partially reopen, too. So they say, this news comes after team members working at the CityWalk Starbucks, which is owned by Universal, were told that the location was planning to open next week. The wait staff at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville were also told that all Orlando CityWalk restaurants are planning to reopen on May 11th. So that's like what, Monday? Two days, yeah. yeah so. It's weird they haven't said anything about it if they do plan an opening. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. who knows? That's very, very strange. Uh, hey, Joe, did you hear about the guy who <laughs> swam? I, I guess he swam out to Discovery Island. It's an island in Disney World. Oh, yeah, I heard some guy was arrested. 
arrested for like camping on an <laughs> yeah. island. I didn't read the whole story. I was yeah. kind of busy, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about this. Well, I don't have much more other than he said he didn't know it was trespassing. And <laughs> he said it looked like a beautiful paradise to be uh, yeah, to be quarantined. So he decided to go out there and uh, self-quarantine for a while. <laughs> That's amazing. But the amazing thing is, like, to get out to the island, like, I don't think there was a... They didn't mention anything about a boat or anything. I don't know if you swam. I mean, that's dangerous waters out there. You, you, you swim to, in a Florida water. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you got... Yes, you could die. Easy. So, that's insane. That is insane. It's like, he, yeah, he was 42, I believe, <laughs> what the story said, so... Well, yeah. Florida man knows no limits. <laughs> no, I love Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Stories come out of Florida are beautiful. I <laughs> didn't know. Like I didn't know. <laughs> it's I middle. know they're, they're being. I mean, Florida man is being attacked from the bottom by Oklahoma man nowadays. <laughs> Jeez. As wow. far as craziness goes. Oh man. Well, you know, with the quarantine, everyone's going a little crazy. Did you hear about that lady that she went to McDonald's and they wouldn't let her eat in the dining room? Okay. And what? Some woman in Oklahoma City. They they she went into McDonald's, yep. ordered her food, and they gave her a to-go bag. She said, "No, no, I'm eating here." And they advised her the dining room was closed yeah so she went out back out to her car so she thought about this okay got her gun went inside and shot two employees wow and i was waiting i saw this headline the woman hmm. shot two people for not being able to use the mcdonald's dining room and i'm like oh what city in florida yeah oklahoma <laughs> city huh yeah, right i'm like wow Florida's got to watch. They're, uh... That's interesting because usually it's after I eat McDonald's, I put a gun to my head and I want to shoot myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, that's weird. I yeah. mean, takeout is the only way to eat McDonald's so nobody sees you doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but wait a second. They let her walk in. So you, in Oklahoma, you could walk into the establishment. It wasn't just the drive through Apparently. That's weird. I mean, that's but how Chipotle is. She had here. to get takeout. And... Oh, you walked into Chipotle? Yeah, you have to. They don't have a drive-through. Oh, hmm. that's interesting. I don't know. That's weird. Oh, wow. Jeez, people are nuts. I haven't I haven't left my house since uh, the quarantine. Uh, you know, because uh, <laughs> my wife is a nurse, so she goes out to work, and on her way home, she stops and gets whatever supplies we need. I haven't left the house other than running around my neighborhood. I I have not. Interacted with anybody else? <laughs> I haven't done. I go anything. out once or twice a week. I mean, I do grocery shopping, and last week I had to pick up one other thing. So let me so ask I you. Made a second stop while I was out. Are people in masks and stuff now, or are people six feet apart? What? Like, I feel like at this point it's too late for me to go out because I wouldn't understand how if I walked into a grocery store, I'd be like that person. Like, what is this guy doing? Why is he like up no, on Almost me? every almost everybody is really good. Yeah, you can go out. That everyone's polite. They give you space. If someone's standing at the aisle just looking at something, you, you kind of wait there for so them to move on before you. Are your go aisles past. in one direction? Because I, I I saw on a podcast that they it were... depends on the store. Oh, okay. Um, but you know, it, it, people are generally very good until you find some random old guy growling and angry. And I almost well, had to. I almost almost teeped an old man out of my way. <laughs> well, why is he out? He he's a uh, high risk. He should be going yeah, like in he, the early he's morning. The, he's the jerk that I'm trying to not kill. Yeah, yeah. but he walks up right <laughs> beside me to complain about how long the line is in this grocery store. There, I was the second person in line and I was last. Wow. 
okay, yes, I'm 12 feet away from the register. That's because I don't want to kill you, old person. Please well, don't be near me. To his defense, he's going to be dying soon. So, you know, <laughs> he doesn't have that kind of time, man. Yeah, but don't take <laughs> me with you. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, granted, it's like a, a at my age, probably a 2% chance. Yeah. But I don't want to waste those 2% on this angry random boomer who just will not make six feet of space. Well, you know. You know, when you get to that age, yeah, it's just. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just like have no. Yeah. Just nothing. Their whole life has just been handed to them and they're just silly. Oh, wow. Well, I don't know if I go that far, but <laughs> they're just, <laughs> they just give well, up on. They, well, they, they got all the unions and paychecks and then voted them out for everybody younger than them. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know what? Maybe we should get back to theme park news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really angry at boomers. Oh, wow. Jeez. All right. Let's talk about Universal Studios Florida survey. So first of all, let me say there was another survey that I did not get, but this survey went out, I think, like a week ago or two weeks ago or three weeks ago, asking about an event that would be comparable to uh, HHN, essentially. Same type of event, but it would be sci-fi themed instead of like horror. Like it's not Halloween, it's it's sci-fi. So you would basically have walkthroughs and and different things for sci-fi things like Lord of the Rings, uh, anime, Back to the Future, Doctor Who, plus video games like Minecraft and Fortnite. So they they have a different demographic. So they have yeah they have this in Japan. They do this in Japan, by the way. The Universal Japan. They have this thing, and it got first it was like six weeks long, and it got so popular that. And now it's like two sessions, like a fall and a spring session, and they have Attack on Titan. They have a ton of anime because isn't it majority anime? Uh, a lot of it's anime. Okay, but they, I think they also do video game stuff too. So basically, Universal wants to try to get another after hours event, make another HHN essentially, but sci-fi theme. Worked in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So. Uh, yeah, that's uh, very interesting. So that that's a, that was one survey. I didn't get that one. I got a survey that was gauging basically how comfortable you would be in uh, visiting the park once it reopened. And the one interesting hypothetical that I had that I want to go over with you guys, see what you think. Essentially, the hypothetical was they had multiple hypotheticals with multiple um, degrees of like pricing and stuff. The, this is the one I got. I The one I got was that the only Islands of Adventure would be open. So Universal Studios Florida would be closed, just Islands of Adventure. It would be at 25% capacity. It would also have special behind-the-scenes access and other exclusive VIP perks and a free lunch. Ticket costs would be 25% more. Now, when I first read that, I'm like, oh, that's weird. Because I was expecting the same ticket price or less. I was not expecting well, they'd a have higher. they raise it to be able to cover I mean, if they're only at 20%, 25% capacity, right? Yeah, you make that money but they're back. still, but also they're cleaning the rides after every cycle. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be a, yeah, it's 25%, but you're still going to have basically the same equivalent to you're waiting in the same lines. And yeah, I mean, yeah, and I, it's so the one thing you pointed out to me the one time where they, you, I think you sent me a link. Yeah. Talking about it was a virus. how far <laughs> spittle travels outdoors. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And then apply that to a roller coaster, right? If you're not in the front row, anyone in front of you who screams is potentially flinging virus on your face. Yes. Yeah. Well, isn't that why mandatory masks at parks are a thing? 
I guess. Uh, are they going to make you wear a mask in on the coaster, though? Aren't they going to fly off or something? Oh. I mean, I glasses don't fall off. I don't know how the masks... The masks are on your back of your ears, right? Yeah, two straps. Most of them. Are they not going to fall off? You think they're... I mean, I haven't worn them because I don't leave the house, so I don't know. No, they're, fair, they're, pretty, they're pretty secure. Yeah. But... Okay, well, there you go. Well, maybe. Well, I mean, everyone's plans are to have people wearing masks I mean, and yeah. stuff. So, I mean, that's going to be part of the thing. But yeah, but I guess uh, all the other surveys that went out said 100, like double the price. So I, my answer to this question was, I think it was like very likely, somewhat likely, likely, unlikely. It was like one level above like somewhat likely. Like it was like just like not, not even, but one above. Because mm-hmm. yeah, the 25%, uh, it depends really what those VIP yeah, perks. That's what I, was I mean, the, the lunch because you're thinking you're thinking it's a hundred dollar ticket, so you're talking about like a hundred twenty. You're talking about like a twenty five dollar raise. So what am I getting for that twenty five dollars? I don't think I'm getting faster access to rides. I know one thing I'm not getting. I'm not getting Hogwarts Express. You know, I'm only getting the one park. And like I said, you have to do social distancing. The rides are going to be much slower. Cycling. I get the free lunch, so that's probably like 10 bucks, right? So of my 25, there's 10. So it really comes down to what kind of behind-the-scenes stuff and what kind of VIP access am I going to have to make up for that other, like, 15 bucks. So that's why I said it was, like, somewhat likely that I would go. I, I think it depends on, you know, I, I personally, like, how, how long can you go without going to a park? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, Shanghai, I mean, the they, they sold out, right? Like, I mean, yeah, we'll just wait till the vaccine comes out. Yeah. But what about you, Joe? For this scenario, twenty-five percent increase in price. Would you? How likely would you to go to the park? Very unlikely. Very unlikely. Okay, Ian. It depends on like what the behind the scenes and exclusive VIP perks. Okay, are. well, just assuming it's going to be some run-of-the-mill thing. I mean, yeah. Is this like in the situation of my? living in Florida? Oh my God! No, <laughs> I don't know what. I, I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> Jeez. I'm not, like I'm not gonna drive down. Pretend Florida. that you're you in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, certainly anything above twenty five percent, I don't think that'd be a value. Yeah, twenty five percent is a max. Yes, and fifty it, or double. For, yeah, double no, is that's that's absurd. I mean, I understand why they want to raise the price. I just don't think there's value in it. I mean, those I prices still, got set by the consumer to begin with. I, yeah, I guess I don't know. Are more people like you, Joe, or more people? Like wanting to get in the park no matter what. I I, I, I I have to imagine there's a bunch of 20-something coaster boys that don't care about getting COVID like like because they're not the high risk. So they're like, I mean, if I, I get it, I think that might be so the 100% it. increase use case, right? Those people are going to go no matter what. They'll pay the extra price and go. The what case? The use case of, you know, double the ticket price, Right. 25%, I think they're trying to find that middle ground to attract more. They're trying, I think they're trying to figure out, you know, the coaster enthusiasts are always going to go. But right? here's the thing. If you double the price, they're not going to be able to afford to go. The, the coaster enthusiasts who are, are willing to go no matter what, they can't, they're, they're probably not going to be able to afford to go. The people that will probably be able to afford to go play, pay the double for the VIP experience, they're an older group who are, they may not be so willing to, you know, dish out. I mean, they, the, it's not the money at that point. It's more like, it's just not the value in, you know, they're at a higher risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's where that, that sir, they're trying to find that sweet spot because yeah. it's tough, right? And once you declare it, 
I can tell you one thing. When I when I was reading these hypothetical, and when it got to the point where ticket cr- prices were increased by 25%, I, I did like a double take, like, oh, whoa, wait, what? Because I, I thought the ticket prices would be the same or lower. So the fact that they were higher than that, because for me, going to a park where I have to wear a mask, everyone else is wearing a mask, and you can't do half the stuff, and there's social distancing, to me, the park isn't going to be nearly, you, you know, going to the park is an escape. You know, you get away from reality. Mm-hmm. You have a good, you have a fun day and it's just, this is flinging it back in your face. This is, yeah, this is a yeah, pandemic, pandemic, everywhere you look, it's all pandemic. So, yeah. And I mean, how are they going to sanitize that, the seat of that roller coaster between each run? I mean, no, in the bathrooms, they're going to, oh, it's, you're going to have someone crazy. stationed. You're going to have to have someone stationed there 24 <laughs> seven, just wiping stuff down. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know. For me, to go to the park, I would most certainly not want to pay more money to get a lesser experience. And that's what I would get. Even if I did get to ride maybe the rides a little bit quicker, you know, or whatever, but I I don't think I would have as much fun, no matter what, just because of the fact that it's COVID's all over the place. (laughs) You know, it's it's in your face. Everyone's (laughs) in a mask, and you can't can't, uh, go up and get a soda, or everything's served to you, and, you know, it's just... Yeah, and even even when you, they do, they pull the mask off and eat, and you're like, oh, please don't breathe near me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Some believe that uh, this virus isn't uh, can't go through the air or travel through the air, so I guess those people are very lucky that they don't have to worry about such things. Well, you know, they there's some people that believe Elvis lives in Argentina. <laughs> well, that's just silly. He's in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> people are stupid all right uh so yeah that's all my universal news now bush gardens (laughs) bgwfans.com they did a covid compensation complications article that was written by nicole very good article Uh, go out and check it out essentially what it says is this bush gardens williamsburg has published a reasonable solution to a problem of people continuing to pay for the memberships that's like you were saying joe while the parks were closed or, oh, no, I should have just read the whole thing. While the parks were closed due to the coronavirus pandemic. Here is a quick summary of our understanding of how it will work. And I'm glad I read this because I wasn't sure, or this says something very good for, for us. But I hope this is true. It says, annually paid full accounts. Access will be automatically extended for a period of at least as long as a temporary closure. EasyPass accounts that have met their one-year obligation, which would be us and probably you too, Joe, right? No, mine hasn't met yet. Oh, you haven't met. Okay, so this is us. And did not defer payments. Payments after the reopening of the park will be waived for a period of time equivalent to the length of closure. So essentially, once the park opens, these payments that we're making while it's closed will be deferred. We won't have to pay them. why are they taking money now? I mean, this is my real issue with this whole system. Why are they... I mean... The problem is... They'll say, oh, we'll give you a free month later. Screw you. You're not providing a service. I mean... Here's the problem. It came came out of nowhere. They they couldn't... They can't just... I don't care. Planet Fitness suspended my account. I'm not paying. Well, uh, YMCA, they're like, we're going to keep paying... We're going to keep deducting, and if you don't stop it, we're going to count it as a... Charitable donation. Like, what? Well, the YMCA is a bunch of thieves. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, oh, wait yeah. till you try to quit and they charge you the extra two months on the back end. <laughs> Perfect. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, all these all these parts are doing it, though. Your leaving has to require a 60-day notice. Go read the fine print in and, your YMCA. Well, apparently, everyone. you can defer payments. It says here, and did not de- defer payments. So, 
Apparently, if you well, call, I can't you because can. I don't have the. Yeah, you can't. I'm okay. still in the. Contract. Okay, well, let's talk about what you you can do. Okay, so this is good for us. I'm glad that, because yeah, for, for people like me who just keep who you know, once you switch from a uh, annual pass to a membership that is intended to just go on forever, you can't tell people, oh, we'll just give you free months at the end of your membership. Well, no, memberships are made to just continue on without ever clo- mm-hmm. stopping and starting. So it makes no sense to do that. It just, it's just totally pointless. So anyway, easy pay accounts that are still within the first year of their contract and did not defer payments. So again, you could have deferred payments. I, I found nothing on the site that would allow me to. Oh, no, you're not going to be able to do it on the site, dude. You're going to have to call. Yeah, there's no call, way. Call the 90% of people who were laid off? I guess. I don't know. I didn't try to call them. Payments after the initial term is completed will be waived for a period of time equivalent of the length of closure. So when when my so when my ticket ends in I think September and then the park closes anyway, I get the free month when they're not open. Oh well, I mean, technically they'll be open October, November, and December into January. But well, they're not open in November and December. There's yeah, Christmas Town, which is the well, that's open. I mean, that's they're open. I mean, yeah, they're not open in November. <laughs> they're open. I mean, <laughs> all right. So then they have, they have this also, also they have this really cool um, spreadsheet they made <laughs> with all the new memberships and the old memberships and with the, uh, the way that they give everyone a free upgrade because their whole thing is the upgrade. The way they did it is very bad because essentially if you give everyone exclusive benefits, then the benefits are diminished because now everyone has them. Like, what's the point? Uh, yeah, what? Yeah, and I, I really agree with that in the article where she said, you know, hey, look, I paid for this. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, and a good and, example. And the platinum people don't get shit. Yeah, and, and a good example was the p- preferred parking. Now we have a ton more people who get free preferred parking. So unless you're there first thing in the morning, there's no way you're getting preferred parking. Like, there's just no yeah. option there. Uh, and yeah. I've, got a, I've got a platinum pass. What are you doing for that? Nothing. Yeah, I'm not sure what, what, yeah, that's that's weird that they don't really get anything. But for me, let's see, what do I get? I have the legacy. It's funny, all these different things, because, you know. Oh, just, yeah, and they're all named the same, which makes it wonderful. convoluted, awful. So I have the I have the grandfathered premiere, which essentially is now the platinum. So let's see, what do I get new? All right, so the COVID, it's called COVID <laughs> platinum. <laughs> they called it COVID, that's funny. So I get another free park guest. 30% off food merch, photo key, which we didn't get before, the re-rides we didn't get before. I don't know about the buy one, get one photos. I'm not sure who's ever buying yeah. just one photo. So I had all that. Is there anything on top of the platinum or do they just? All right. So platinum, premier platinum. So let's see what you get. Monthly rewards, first ride on Pantheon and exclusive access, two free specialty drinks, $50 in Bush Bucks, platinum perks outside of Virginia. So fifty dollars in bush bucks, two free specialty drinks, and first ride Pantheon and exclusive access and monthly rewards. So I think they're probably gonna give platinum members but I don't know. so would I get those two then? I don't know. Because I got upgraded. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The people who already have the highest tier, I'm not sure what they're like I think they said something in the comments that like at fifty dollars was something that only you guys get. I'm not sure though, because that that's over. That's looks like the premiere. And the premiere with Water Country, we get that too. So I'm not 100 percent certain. 
it's hard to hard to tell from this. <laughs> yeah, they got the old legacy park tickets and everything. Jeez, that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. They really need to just uh, reel all that in. Uh, yeah, but there, there you go. So, <laughs> Bush Gardens fans did a really good article there, uh, <laughs> bringing it all together. So I'm glad that uh, I will be uh, at the end of this getting uh, some uh, free months. So that makes me happy because I was worried about just not being able to, it just, mm-hmm. it'd just be a wash, you know, because uh, what's the point? Yeah. But there you go. Oh, and they're going to open the park far before it's safe to go. So. Yeah, probably. Well, I mean. And I'll be there and, day and, one. And, yeah, if you <laughs> really trust somebody at Busch Gardens Williamsburg to actually sanitize the ride. I mean. Well, I mean, even at Disney and stuff, it's like randomly sanitized surfaces. Like, what does that mean? That's so vague. Like, yes, exactly. But I mean, Bush Gardens, the, the people in the, the employees will have no idea they were supposed to. Well, yeah, it'll be on the website and there will be a big sign in the well, front of the park. But none of the employees will actually be assigned to do anything. They're all they new won't. employees, Joe. Don't blame them. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Oh, boy. All I'm right. interested to see how this like is actually going to work. But at Shanghai, at the end of every ride, they're going to have hand sanitizer. Yeah, they said, yeah, that's going to be a common. Which is going to be weird. Yeah, I don't know. It just If it's airborne, though, hand sanitizer is going to save you. Yeah, for, yeah, contact, yes. Hand sanitizer will be what's fine. What's the point of wiping things down? Well, that's the, the point. Yeah, that's point. what I'm saying, though. I mean, if if it's truly you can catch it through the air, then all the hand sanitizer in the world isn't going to help you when somebody coughs or sneezes in it, you know, you're within yeah, and then you got all the people feet. with the gloves that are just spreading it around well, everything. I mean, the gloves is immune to the world. The gloves are the worst thing you could ever give someone because then oh, they and, think and they're, 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 they're oh that's the other thing about in town. There are people walking around wearing gardening gloves all day. <laughs> the same ones, right? Yes, of course. Once you touch something, in the store yeah, it's in it's gloves. infected like your hand. It makes no difference. The only way gloves work is if you take them off every time you touch something. And put on new yes, ones. And you throw them away. Yes. And, yeah, Much no, like washing your hands. Or with gardening gloves, just touching everything, just like and happy so as can be. What do they think they're they're saving? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I've seen them. The, that's the what one I mean. We found on the internet. Amy sent me. Is someone was out in gloves, and there's a video. He he bites the finger of the glove, pulls it off, and uses his phone, and it has the glove hanging from his mouth. I saw that. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. People are stupid. People are too stupid. You can't say gloves will help you. Only if you use them correctly, they will help you. Did but, mom? What? Did mom tell you about how when she was at the store, she saw saw oh, saw someone eating food while wearing gloves? Yeah. After yeah. like pushing carts and stuff around. Yeah. Walking around the store. Yeah. What What do they th- what, what do they think these gloves? <laughs> they, they, they have antibacteria <laughs> wow, material. I mean, people are just stupid. Just yeah, they don't have the copper bracelet like I do. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, COVID-19. Oh, man. I, I, I don't know. I still... I, yeah, yeah. The, the worst is... When, yeah, people... <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm happy. I even got a telehealth appointment for a doctor's appointment. Just did it over the phone. It was so wonderful. I'm I going, never want to go back. I'm so happy with telehealth. Like, I'm oh. going to the dentist on Tuesday. I have a dentist appointment. What are they going to do? Just have you stick a camera in your mouth? And then send I, no, the I'm going in. Uh, my kids, uh, my daughter had it. They you wait in the car. They give you a pager. Yeah, you have a pager. <laughs> you wait in the car, and then you go see the doctor, I guess. Yeah, my dentist deferred my appointment for some time, I think, the end of next month, but we'll see. I don't know. I, I don't know. Sorry. That'll be the first place I go in such a long time. I'm like, uh, talking to other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know how you're going to wear a mask when they work on your teeth. I know. It's going to be tough. 
<laughs> Just no. don't breathe. Only breathe in while you're there. He's going to have gloves on, so it's fine, Joe. <laughs> 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 Gardening gloves. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> let's talk about some updates in our personal lives. Some vacation news. First, the big news. Uh, your son, Chris, got his orders. And he's not continental U.S., baby. He's Japan all the way. Uh, yeah, in May, right? This month. Yeah, in, yeah, in like 11 days. 11 he's days. Wow. Okinawa. And because of the pandemic, they're not allowing him to take leave, right? He has to go nope. straight to Japan. He, yeah, he's going straight from his duty station straight to Japan and straight into quarantine. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. So, oh, but, but, so he's excited, I bet, right? He, yeah, he is over the moon excited. I know a guy in Japan who I've already hooked him up with, and they're already talking. Ah, is he a sumo wrestler? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it, it's great because this guy is like a, a six foot three white guy, and I was like, man, my, I was telling him, like, oh, Mike, you have to go on a game show. You have to go on a game <laughs> show. But oh. he wouldn't. Uh, it's some of those game shows over there. I don't know. <laughs> I've seen some of those game shows. I don't know. I'd, love, I'd love to see. This guy's a giant person. Like, oh. Oh, man. yeah. 6'3 is huge over there, I'm sure. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Well, he's on the mainland. Chris is in Okinawa, but this guy is a, uh extra extrovert. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> he puts the extra in extrovert. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be he's great. Really, he, already, he knows people in various communities of interest yeah. on Okinawa and the mainland. And he's already said, Hey, Chris, you want a mountain bike? Here, talk to this guy. You want a trail run? Talk to this guy. And he knows oh, all these sweet. people to organize these groups. So I guess the question is, when are you going out? Oh, as soon as this crap is over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so, guessing summer of 2021. I want to go summer because. We're already looking at reservations to climb Mount Fuji. Ah, that'll be good. We're thinking about going to spend a couple of days in Okinawa with him. Okay. And then fly him and us up to mainland Japan and then do Tokyo for, oh, yes. for several days. Go do Mount Fuji, spend a couple of days in Tokyo, and then he can fly back, back to Okinawa and we can come back to the States. Well, you know... If you go, you time it right, Universal will have that uh, that event going on out there. <laughs> oh yeah, NerdCon. Well, in uh, Japan, it might be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm just I'm just picturing this in America. It's just gonna be bad. <laughs> I'm just seeing comic book guy as far as the eye can see. Oh yeah, it's gonna be glorious. <laughs> glorious, I say. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that will be wonderful. So so uh, I know we were talking offline that it looks like because of that and the COVID whole thing that. You are going to cancel your cruise in the December? Yes, I'm, I'm kind of hoping. So is there any chance you're going on that cruise? Uh, very little. If they come out with a with a vaccine and it's you can get it before the cruise, are you, you going to go on the cruise? Now, that's very unlikely, but yeah, I mean, it's, basically I, that's I mean, what it would take, though, right? Way that's I what it would get take. on the cruise is if I actually contracted COVID-19. Oh, okay. Now. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the other way. And they established immunity. Yeah. And then hell yeah, I'll go, right? Okay. (laughs) Well, first of all, A, that hasn't been 100% established. It hasn't been established, yes. Yeah. And and B, the other other way would be is if you actually had a working vaccine and you could take take it, which doesn't look like that's going to be likely. Yeah, it's highly unlikely to get that. And, you know. So, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Hey. So. Otherwise, I'm. I'm. I. I have enough life left to live that the risk isn't worth. Well, you know. You know what though? <laughs> Maybe that old guy at the supermarket saved your trip. Maybe he gave you COVID, and now uh, you'll be immune. <laughs> it's, 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 been, it's been more than two weeks, so. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but I might be able to get a test. Then eh, now I don't go to Lorton. So anyway, my company is developing a test, or has. They're not developed. It is a test by one of the device manufacturers that we use. Okay. However, it's a, our scientists have done some other stuff with it to get it validated and things. Yeah. But we will be testing, but I don't know under what conditions. Uh, the company will be providing swabs for all their validations. So I could get tested to get validated. But... <laughs> swabs. Do you see, do you see freaking Trump with the, Q-tips and the swabs. Oh, this oh, is a swab, so and this is a Q-tip. <laughs> he's so stupid. Because, you know, and he thought he was clever because somebody had to explain that to him. So he thought he was passing along knowledge. Yeah, he pulls out a Q-tip out of his, his jacket pocket, his dress shirt. <laughs> like, this is a Q-tip, and this is a swab. They look kind of same. <laughs> like, what's he doing? So, it, the worst part is, is the, the only thing that proves is that somebody had to teach him that, and he yeah. thought he was being smart. <laughs> And then put a Q-tip in his pocket before he went out yes, there. Yes, he had to go find a Q-tip. Yes, and bring it, like put it in his pocket, like jacket pocket. Like, oh, I need this for later. Yeah. <laughs> Someone actually had to teach him the difference between a Q-tip oh, and a swab. Oh, it's glorious, I tell you. <laughs> crazy, crazy thought. It's really stunning. Oh, man. Oh, what a world we live in. Wow. If this was a movie, you would not believe it. Oh, yeah, it's completely, the, the premise is just dumb. It's like an idiocracy, you know? <laughs> it's, it's much We're worse. living in that world. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> would you really be surprised if Trump were to squirt Gatorade on the crops? <laughs> not at all. Not if somebody, not if Fox News told him it would work, he would 100% do it. He would, yeah. the next day, he would come out and tell the American people. <laughs> Because Gatorade has electrolytes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What a crazy, crazy place. Uh, oh, I have update. So I got my full refund from the Lady Gaga tickets. So Really? Nice. I, I, was, I, was, I was worried about that because I wasn't sure. So we bought them through Ticketmaster. However, they're resales. Mm -hmm. So we paid a higher ticket price than the face. So I was wondering how that worked. Like when they gave refunds, and I guess everyone just gets their money. Like, like the dude who who sold him for the profit, he loses that. I guess. I mean, that's just the way that works. Because he just don't get his profit. Yeah, because I got I got my full money back. Oh, good. And, and I, I I can guarantee you, Ticketmaster isn't so, so taking a loss. Ticketmaster is scalping tickets now. Oh yeah, as soon as I bought them, they, they're like, do, "Would you like to resell them?" <laughs> yeah, so you can resell them. Wow, they are they're just taking a piece of everything. So I guess what you do is, if you try to resell them, you say yes, and then. Basically, you don't get your money until the event happens. And then Ticketmaster takes its cut and then passes whatever on to you. Yeah, well, Ticketmaster gets its cut no matter what, yeah. But, well, I guess they didn't get it for this because it got They canceled. get both their cuts. They yeah. get the original sale and the resale. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly how it works because they're selling it through, yeah, you're buying it through Ticketmaster. The same tickets are so being bought at Ticketmaster twice. Ticketmaster screaming about scalpers. They are now scalping their own tickets. Yep, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. But we got the full... Back on that, so I was very, very happy. What about that. the flight? Oh, like okay, yeah, that's my new one. Oh man! Ooh, oh boy! Oh, uh, here we go. Buckle in. <laughs> so I called. I called on Friday, 
So yesterday I called Priceline because if you remember before the tickets, uh, I called them before to cancel the trip a couple of weeks ago and essentially, well, about a month ago, I guess. And they said that they can't give me a refund because they were non-refundable tickets, you know, a, a, you know, special deal type thing, but they gave me credit for the flights. So I could re so I could rebook something within, you know, I have rest of this year to book a flight and get credit for Delta. So I called them and I noticed well, I, I went on the site and it said that the, can't, the flight was canceled. So the flight never happened. So then I called them and I said, listen, the flight was canceled because of this whole Corona thing. I don't, I cannot foresee going on another trip in a plane before the end of this year. Can I just get a refund? And so the lady looked and she did her thing. She said, oh yes, we can get a refund. I'm like, oh, great. Now on the website, it had a breakdown very clearly on, on their website, price, priceline.com on their website of the itinerary and the or the price I paid. So it said the price after taxes, fees, everything was $616.18. Now there is a $14.50. It was a seven or, or what was it? Seven fifty. It might've been seven fifty a person, which would have made it $15. Yeah, probably a $15 non-refundable fee that uh, they weren't going to reimburse which is fine. But I also had $30.80 in, you know, the price line you took, you put in the uh, codes to get mm -hmm. discount. So I had a code, which I used, which dropped it from 1618 to 585.38. So that's how much they charge me. And that's what their website said. And then underneath that, it said refunded 554.58. Now I'm not even sure what that means because I had a credit, not a refund. So I, I, that's why I, then I called. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? So she said, yes, I can give you your, uh, give you a refund. There you go. Uh, and she's basically ready to get off the line with me. I'm like, well, wait a second. How much are you refunding me? <laughs> I was very curious as to what they were giving me. And she told me 539 and change. So I was like, 539 and change. Okay. What is, why? Why is that the price I'm getting back? Because if she would give me a, an answer, a legitimate answer, I'd be fine with it. You know, if they want to charge more or I only get so much because of special tickets, that's fine. Just tell me why. That's all. She said, well, there was a $15 processing fee you don't get. Okay, okay, okay. I get that. So, but I paid $585. So you're talking about $570-ish I should be getting back. If that's the only thing that's non-refundable, I should be getting back about $570. And you're telling me you're giving me about $540. So that extra $30, where is that coming from? Why is, why aren't I getting that money? Where did that go? So, oh, wait, let me put you on hold. <laughs> so I'm on hold. She comes back. Well, you had a code for 3080 and that's the difference. And I said, yes, I had a code, but the code was against 16, $616 and brought it down to 585. I understand that if you take $30 off of 585, you're going to end up getting the, the uh, 554. That's the difference. So essentially they took off the 3080 and then they took it off again in their records and they're showing that they charged me 554.58. Now, mind you, that still doesn't explain the 539. I still don't understand where that ever came from. Because even if you take off the $15 from 558, you're not getting 539. This math is never going to add up, right? It, it never works, right? So I'm like, I'm telling her this. She goes, okay, hold on. So she, I'm on hold again. She comes back. Well, you, we charged you 554. I said, no, you did not charge me 554. 
I checked my my mobile app on my bank or my credit card. It says you charge me five eighty five. I am looking at your website that I am on right now for this account, and it says you charge me five eighty five. I looked at emails that I received after I paid for it and I booked it that says I was charged five eighty five. I was charged five eighty five, not five fifty four. All right, sir. Uh, please hold. <laughs> she comes back. Can you please go to your bank and confirm on uh, January 11th that you were charged 585? I said, I did this already, but yes. You know what? To appease you, I will do that right now on my desktop, not on my phone. I'll, I'll log into the bank and do it from there. I logged in. I went to the exact date. Yes, 585. That's exactly what I've been telling you. And not only did I do that, then I scrolled up to see if any credits from Priceline came up in the $30 credit just to see maybe they gave me a credit and it, it was supposed to be 554. No such credit existed. All right, let me, let me put you on hold. I'm on hold again. Literally an hour goes by of this. And so she keeps back on the line. Her last advice to me was, well, sir, can you just, you know, you're gonna have to check with your banking institution because we're showing it's 554. I said, ma'am, this is a bank. This is what they do. They're very good with numbers. <laughs> they have to be. <laughs> they're kind of they're a well a bank. Yeah, right? this is what they do. They know how much money goes in and out. So I'm quite certain this is the amount you charge me. Again, or let me tell you one more time. My bank says you charge me 585. You, your own website says you charge me 585. Your emails that you sent me after I made this purchase says you charge me 585. The only person that doesn't seem to understand that you charge me 585 is you. So this needs to be resolved. I Which need to talk to your supervisor. Yeah, I need to talk to your supervisor. Okay. Puts me on hold. Supervisor comes on the line. Literally, Joe, within three minutes, it's resolved. She goes, oh, okay, let me check. Yep, you're charged 585. Yep. You know what? Because of the you know the hour wait and the hassle you had, that $15 non-refundable, we're going to give that back to you too. You're getting the full 585. I was like, that is wonderful. Thank you so much. But let me ask you, why in the world... The, do your line people, your front line people don't have access to the same information? Why was I, why did I have to sit on the phone for an hour arguing with this person about this amount that I was charged when you clearly have the, I mean, you clearly saw it. So how do they not know? Right? <laughs> why, I have to think that, you know, th this is set up kind of like insurance, you know, they decline, decline, decline your insurance claims and then enough people go away. They don't try to refile. Yeah. She was ready to just, well, after she gave me the refund, she was like, okay, you're good to go, ready to hang up with me, with me never asking. If I wouldn't have asked her how much, and if I wouldn't have known how much I paid, you know, they could have gone away with, you know, an extra, you know, 50 bucks or whatever. That's the only thing. I mean, why else wouldn't they have access to that, that information? Because she wasn't, it wasn't just her, because she was putting me on hold to talk to other people that I would assume would be her immediate supervisor or people in the building that would be her boss. None of them had access <laughs> to that information. I had to go, they had to put me on hold and put me in another queue for another system somewhere else for someone else to come on the line and they immediately helped me. I, I don't get it. I just don't get it at all. It's just so frustrating. Like, really? Like, for now on, if I'm dealing with you, with, with Priceline, I'm going to immediately ask to talk to a supervisor. Like, I'm not even going to waste my time with the person who answers the phone because yeah, you don't have the information I need. <laughs> yeah, you are worthless. You can book stuff for me. That's great. But boy, God forbid I try to get anything back because apparently you're on a completely different system that makes no sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> I couldn't believe it. And I, literally, no hyperbole, I was on the phone for an hour with this other person, and within three minutes, it was resolved with the supervisor. I mean, that's literally why I haven't called Royal Caribbean yet. I just couldn't face that conversation. <laughs> I know it's got to be the same thing. Well, what you need to do is do it while you're at work, because that's what I did. <laughs> you don't okay. mind being on hold so bad when you're at work. <laughs> <laughs> now, unfortunately, now that this whole thing, I'm just, I'm always at work. <laughs> I, I don't ever not work anymore. Uh, yeah. It's this weird kind of thing happening. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's just, oh, man, crazy, crazy times, crazy times. Yeah. So the good news is for my Vegas trip, I got 100% reimbursed, except for I'm not going to be able to get reimbursed for the stupid uh, the game, um, the win slots. Oh, yeah. I had to buy, I had to spend like 70 bucks or 80 bucks to get enough points to final book my rooms. So I'm out that. Plus, no, let's face it. This is what this was the hardest thing for me to swallow with canceling this trip was the fact the time and energy that I spent on that damn you, app for months. Uh, you were never away from that app for more than what two hours or something. I had to re-click just, it. I lived on that thing. thing. Just so much time, so much time I dedicated to that stupid slots app to get those four free nights, which I got. I, I just it's hard for me hard. not to like. They extended it, and I don't know how long I, I have the points anymore. But they, but since I've done it, they've changed it. Like they make it now, you at minimum, like they've changed all the points. And I was going to actually have an episode about this app and how it works when it was actually something worth doing. Like when I did it, it was worth doing. But now they change it so you can't accrue the points without paying money anymore, basically. Or you can't yeah. accrue enough points to book any hotels without paying real money. So I think the minimum you'll have to buy. $200 worth of points like out of pocket before I mean that's but you still have to work the system you still have to run and you still have to play it you still have to play I it mean, playing so, is one thing paying is another thing having to do both uh, yeah if I have to pay and it's like maybe another $200 to not have to play it's you know it's just what's your what's your time worth really that's what it comes boils down to for me four free nights in a king uh, suite at, at the Wynn Resort for free with no no resort fees, no nothing. It was 100% free, no cost to me whatsoever, was worth my time to play around with that. Mm -hmm. But if I'm paying 200 bucks on top of having to do all that work or play or whatever, then it, this, it's just not, it's not worth the effort. And that's the hardest thing for me for this is giving up. Swallowing that time sink? Yes. That, that... Ooh. Yeah, oh, man. I mean, technically, I did not envy you. I saw you for just <laughs> you stuck on that thing. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it's just I had to do it. I felt bad I had a, a couple of times. I had to oh, see if it, you know how it worked, and it, it it did work. Now it's not worth it. Now I would not. I'm not even gonna do an episode about it because it's not worth it. Like I said, without doing before, you could do it with uh, no money, but now you can't. It's impossible. It's just not. It's it's literally impossible. Mathematically, it is impossible to accrue enough points before it resets itself in order to uh, to actually book a room. So, yeah, there you go. So Vegas is out. <laughs> Jeez, but I got everything back except for that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? We still have our Disney trip in July at this point. So 
hope so. It should it should it should fall neatly between the two waves. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be so weird. It's gonna be very weird going in July if we go. I, I'm really looking forward to the trip report because it's gonna be so odd. It's gonna be very odd. Oh, I can't wait to see our Disney. Oh, we photos. do have one more piece of news. <laughs> oh, what's that? Amy is most likely coming home. Oh, what? What? I thought she was gone for six months or a year. She, they they're deactivating their unit <laughs> and sending them all home. Did she ever do anything? Never. She never no, went to the field. They, the army literally deployed eighty-five people to the Holiday Inn Express. Wow. Well, that was one safe Holiday Inn Express. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> right? ISIS didn't came nowhere near it. <laughs> Wait a second, but okay. So, oh man, so wait a second. She's coming back. So does she still have to go back to school next semester then, or is she, can she salvage that in she's any way? Go, she's well. She didn't because she was able to. They gave her time off during the day to study and stuff. So she's finishing school. Oh, perfect. Okay, well then so she's finishing the semester. She has one more final to take. I think tonight or tomorrow. Right? So she's she got paid to go to school. Yes. Yeah. She got paid full time army pay. Plus she earned per diem because they were in the hotel. There was no dining facilities. Ah, nice. They paid her 60 bucks a day. She just eating that buffet, that continental breakfast. <laughs> well, they didn't have it because the hotel was all shut down. There were no guests except the army. They, she has this stack of um, cereal bars and oranges in her room because she oh, doesn't wow. like cereal bars. She's got this giant stack of them. She, she's like, it's a meme now. I have to keep them. But they, wow. but they said if they're if the second wave happens, that unit they organized to deploy will be reactivated and sent immediately to the Hilton this time. <laughs> I think so. An upgrade. Let's <laughs> go to random hotels. Wow. But yeah, they uh they they waited so long because apparently the the army was ready the whole time and they were ready to send. Yeah. But there was an issue with the. How do we phrase it in the most political, the civilian leadership? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there was a problem with the civilian leadership of the military and that hmm. they kept changing the military priorities on a nearly daily basis to where the whole unit was organized and then paralyzed into nothingness. Yeah, there you go. What a waste of money. What yep. an absolute waste. Well, you know, at least this money went to, you know, some reservists that actually got paid to do nothing as opposed to some banker who got a just a bigger bonus. I guess. Yeah. Just... I mean, if you're if you're going to throw away a few million dollars, I wouldn't give a small business loan to Walmart. But let's... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. By the way, Walmart qualified for those small business loans. You know that? Wow. They define small business in such a way that Walmart qualified. That's one big small business. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But anyway, you know, hey, she got, uh, you know, she's a college student working and she was working at CVS while going to school full time. And CVS customers are the worst people on earth. <laughs> it's just angry boomers yelling at her for not being able to give her, you know, opioids that they're not prescribed <laughs> ahead of time because they don't want to go back out. Well, yeah, you can't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, but do you really are are you really going to yell at some twenty year old behind the window at CVS why they can't advance you opiates? They're a boomer. You said it. They're old. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's they don't care. Yeah, 
<laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> they're, just, they're just going to just verbally harass everybody for any reason. Yes. If the sun's out, they're going to bitch about it. <laughs> if it's yeah. if it's not, they're going to bitch about it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way that works. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, but she got some money. No, that's good. Good for her. Now she gets to come home. That's sweet. And if, yeah, and then she's part way along, and and her summer thing is done. She doesn't have to do the two weeks this year. Yeah, I mean that's so much better, right? Jeez, better than exactly. camping out and crap. Now <laughs> you're in a hotel the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were sending her. Where were they sending her this summer? Some awful, some desert in Northern California is where they were headed. Oh, I don't know though. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, yeah, be st- oh, oh, the army send you to a desert? Oh, please no. Do you see Sergeant Bilko? Huh? Do you see Sergeant Bilko, the movie? He's oh, driving God. the tank into down <laughs> Vegas Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, desert life ain't so bad. You know, you get the weekends and stuff. You can do and I'm nights. Like you can do it's stuff. not quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sergeant Bilko is right on. <laughs> Great movie. All right. So, Ian, if you want a preview of basic training, there's a movie called Stripes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the most realistic version of basic training. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we should probably wrap this one up. <laughs> We've gone nowhere. This yeah, whole, yeah. This episode was, was so a... fun. <laughs> I'm glad we're back recording it because it makes me feel hopeful about the future as opposed to just going, how yeah. many people died today? <laughs> yeah. You see, uh, Roy from Siegfried and Roy died. COVID. Yes. I mean, Vegas is completely ruined. Yeah. Well, they weren't doing the show now but i know but still it's roy yeah but he was he wasn't doing anything i know but <laughs> he invented the tiger king oh man we did must you, honor him did you also see that uh nick cage got the leading role for the tiger king movie <laughs> I'm so brilliant oh he's perfect fit too that's wonderful that's what i love about You're him. really it's the first time i'm ever happy to hear about a nick cage movie <laughs> We'll have to talk about that in the Movies Outlets podcast. So stay tuned. Go listen to our next episode of Movies Outlets. I'm sure we'll be talking about Nick Cage as a Tiger King. Oh, my God. Uh, be glorious. Glorious, I say. All right. Uh, well, I think that'll wrap it up for this episode. So thanks to my panel for Joe and for joining me. And until we stream again, make sure next time you talk to Priceline, go straight to the supervisor. Don't waste your time with the regular people because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. And keep making memories. Right on. And have a Six Flags Day. Thanks for listening to the Vacationers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationers Theme Parks and More podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production. <laughs>